Hey guys, welcome back to King's Corner Life Notes. So for today's episode, we have my friend Chelsea who has come to join us again. We're going to be talking about topics like comparison culture within high school, elementary school, the difficulties on having confidence within yourself in education, and with normal physical accessibilities. So stay tuned for this episode and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, Chelsea, you're back. I am so excited. (laughs) So we're really excited for today's episode. We were kind of just brainstorming, um, you know, things that we could talk about and things we've struggled with. And one thing that I think we have in common, and I think every woman has in common, would just be kind of the confidence. Confidence struggles with confidence, um, whether it's physical, mental, how you perceive it, how the beauty industries affected it. Um, so I think this is a good episode and I'm excited to dive into this with you. Mm-hmm. You got my expertise. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we both struggled a lot with confidence, like especially in high school. Um, and a little background, if you haven't listened to the episode with Chelsea, which is episode two, um, I want to give a little bit more of a background, um, on Chelsea because I didn't on that episode, which I realized <laughs> looking back onto it. But, um, so Chelsea, do you want to say a little introduction about yourself? I would love to. Okay, take it away, all yours. Oh, you, okay, yeah, you know, okay, so, my name is Chelsea, obviously, you know, 22, about to be 23. In February? Yeah, Pisces, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Um, I'm my, or I'm in my final year at UTM mm-hmm. you know we're gonna graduate together hashtag fifth year 2021 oh, I hate it <laughs> I know um, too. I'm doing a specialist in criminology and a major in sociology so um, she's smart no <laughs> <laughs> not to say that well I'm just saying but no I'm telling the people oh, like okay. you're smart I'm not being like oh you're bragging <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm actually the smartest person no, she, Chelsea is really smart. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to be graduating this year and I was going to go to law school, but I decided to put that off for now. Yeah, um, that's a huge change that just happened, eh? Yeah. So let's give a little background <laughs> on that. Chelsea, Chelsea literally from grade 10 or 9, you've been so set on going to law school. Kachel, no. I was like... It's generate in grade nine and ten. <laughs> so <laughs> grade eleven, like the year after. Yeah, whatever. I, like I was looking at my report card actually the other day from like high school, and it's like grade ten science, like fifty five. <laughs> oh, science definitely wasn't for me. Dude, I took college science and finished with a fifty. So I feel you. When we were not able to take science anymore, like when we had the option, I was done with that. Yeah, see, even though, like, in grade 10, I got, like, a 50-something in science, I still went on into grade 11 and did biology. Did you actually? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even know that. I don't know why I did that. I don't know what I was thinking, like, what kind of career path. I was like, I think I need biology. Yeah. It was probably a doctor or something. I probably still wanted to be, like, a neurosurgeon. Or actually, no, I think I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I think that's what I wanted to be. Oh, I didn't... I totally forgot you were on that path. Okay, so, yeah, I was wrong. So, what was your... Talk about, like, your you know, the process of you changing your minds and stuff. Like, uh, you well, first wanted to be a surgeon. I remember in elementary school, you yeah. were saying that. A brain surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's when Grey's Anatomy came into the picture. Can and she we was take in that in grade eight? Literally, you know how when they sat us down, they were like, okay, I think you should go into this sort of, this level of class for like high school and like blah, blah, blah. Our, Did they? Yeah. Our teacher literally told me that I should be in like applied everything. And applied is the lowest, right? I don't know if it's like the or is lowest, that but there's like in grade nine and 10, I think it's academic and applied. And then when you switch to grade 11, it goes like university, college, open oh, courses. Oh, right. But yeah, so she was telling me I should be in like applied everything, which is like the lower level, like including like English blah 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 even though like i'm so good at like writing and stuff i'm shocked if i know you can't see my face when my mouth is hanging open i'm shocked she said that to you yeah what isn't that crazy yeah that is crazy about that now and i'm like <sighs> yeah idiots <laughs> <laughs> anyways as she wants to be a brain surgeon they tell her that she has to go with the fly i know level. that's probably why i was like oh my god i'm so stupid but yeah. no isn't that just like so crazy to think i know this isn't even the topic of like what well, we're supposed cares? to be talking about but like isn't it crazy to think that, like, teachers dictate, like, kind of, like, what courses you go into? Like, a yeah. teacher can tell you, like, like you're stupid, and then you'll think that you're stupid, but then you can literally excel later on in life. Like, yeah. not to name names, but, like, you know, like, that specific guy who was literally not really that smart in elementary mm-hmm. school or even the first couple years of high school, and then he just, like... <laughs> like, literally in high school, not even the beginning of high school, mid-high school, completely changed his whole... And now he's, like... One of the smartest, you know, on the boards of university, like... Yeah, yeah, one of the highest averages in, like, Peel or something like that. What? Yeah, when he graduated. Mm-hmm. What? Guys, probably, probably the highest in our grade, to be honest. Uh, actually, I don't know about that. Yeah, there I mean, was there were some smart people. There, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I remember it was, like, advertised. Like, I remember seeing it, and I was like, wow, I can't believe this. Is That's just so insane. And that's why I always think evaluations that, like, teachers make within your elementary school and stuff can completely change. Yeah. Like, you just are continuously developing. There's no category that you should ever put a child in. Uh-huh. Look at me, for example. I don't know if anyone knows this, but I was in elementary school i was always taken out of the my classrooms and brought to another class on specific topics um subjects like math and english so i was always brought to a special room um, because i wasn't as developed as the other kids in my class i had struggled with understanding math um and english specifically and then i got to university i got to high school and um i was still kind of struggling and then when i got to like grade 11 or 12 i kind of picked up my academics a bit i got more developed and i was more confident and um all that stuff and then university first year struggled so bad as i think a lot of university students do and then i feel like i'm pretty smart like Mm -hmm. within academics i just think i don't know we could so go into like how that's you know shaved me and all that stuff but the point of it being was i just think you can try to assess a student from elementary school level and it can be completely wrong so that's Mm -hmm. definitely what happened to that guy yeah it even just kind of goes to show like i remember even in grade 11 like i said after i took biology my teacher was literally like (laughs) you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) he literally said that to me something like that he was literally like you're not good at at this like you're not excelling in this class like no i I remember something he like he was mean i don't want to say his name but he was mean can wait mouth it to me you probably won't even know mouth it mouth it oh oh you know him yeah i remember he hated me 
Stop. No, he used to roast people. Okay, so in elementary school, you wanted to be a brain surgeon. Yeah, getting back to the Let's get back to that. Yeah, anyways, um, brain surgeon, something like that. I probably changed my mind quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, in, like, grade 9, 10, even though, like, I wasn't, I wasn't really doing well in grade 9, 10, and, like, in school, I didn't really care, I still, like, wanted to be, like, a psychiatrist, which I I think is why I still wanted to, like, be in, like, sciences and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I think it was literally just in grade 12 that I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer. And I don't know if that's because I was like, okay, all else failed. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, can I say the funniest story? Okay. I think this had to be in grade 11. So grade 11, Chelsea and I were in. Oh, I know the story. Here we go. (laughs) Chelsea, this just shows how bad of a student I am too as well. Like I'm exposing myself. But in grade 11, Chelsea and I were in the same law class. And Chelsea was um, absent a lot of that school term due to just health reasons. Like, you just weren't there. Um, so I just made it the opportunity when the test was coming. I said, listen, Chelsea, come over. I'll go over. Literally, I'll teach you the whole term. I, know, I was like, I don't know anything about this class. <laughs> and I got Chelsea to come over and I taught her everything. I made my study notes. I was teaching her the terms. Like, I just helped her out, obviously. Um, that's what friends do. And <laughs> I was, guys, I was feeling so confident in myself. I was like, wow, like I'm teaching her. Like Chelsea's one of the smartest people I know and I'm teaching her. We get to the test. This is the last final take-home test, you know, in high school. And um, we go, we do the test and I'm like, wow, I feel so good. Chelsea's like, oh, I probably failed. Like, I don't even care. A couple weeks go by. Chelsea gets an 80. What's... <laughs> what's my score i get a 60 and this just goes to show how smart chelsea is and just how bad i am at taking tests so chelsea's just so naturally giftedly smart um so i think Rachel, in some things though obviously no, not with have... math and science i don't excel in those things but like <laughs> okay in yes. terms where like i have to write stuff then it's kind of just like things that like make more sense to me mm. I would say I excel on those <laughs> as we vividly saw in grade 11. But you didn't you didn't want to be a lawyer in grade 11. I thought that's when you switched. Bro, I don't think I wanted to be anything in grade 11. <laughs> You're just like, get me out of high school. Literally. <laughs> well, I wasn't even there half the time. True. Okay, so grade 12, you wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. And then all through university, you wanted to, right? Yeah, literally like the past like four, four years. Four years. I was like, I have to do all these extracurriculars. Gotta get like my marks up. I have to do this, this, and that. And now I'm just like... And you took the LSATs this summer. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think it was that. I was like, studying for it and I was like... Mm-hmm. So you're studying for the LSATs and you just kind of had a reflection on yourself like, man, this doesn't excite me the way like I thought it would. I guess. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It was literally like like a switch, which is like, I thought it was so crazy because like I had been so... The past like six years, five years, you've yeah. just been... I've been, like, so determined, like, trying to do everything I could to, like, make it so that I could get into law school. But, um, I think it was just that, like, you know, like, I decided to take the extra year and now I feel so burnt out. And it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that, like, I don't think that I could get in or I don't think that I wouldn't do well. It's kind of just the fact that, like, I don't want to dedicate my time and, like, the money that it would take to be into law school when I know right now I'm just not really into it. Like, I don't want to be in school anymore. How many more years is it as well? 
it's three years of law school and then you do like a nine month like articling thing which is kind of like an internship and then you go again for another like a bar exam what which is kind of like it's just like then that's how you get licensed to be a lawyer and then you actually start working so it's just like another like four years and i'm just like "Mm," until i actually start making money and like i wouldn't be able to work like a job like maybe like part-time like i have been doing throughout university Mm -hmm. but like I wouldn't be able to, like, you know, I'd have no money. I wouldn't be able to travel. I wouldn't be able to, like, you know, live by myself for, like, another, <laughs> like, four years. And literally just that makes me want to die, just thinking about that. So that's also my factor. motivation. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't imagine as well. But you switched into an area where you found passion as well. You've always had a passion for... Well, why don't you state what area you've kind of switched in your interest? Oh, yeah. Well, I've always, like... I don't know if I've always been interested in it, but I kind of use, like... Well, specifically... Okay, well, like, what I want to do is real estate. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's specifically real estate that I've always been interested in, but I used to find motivation in, like, looking at, like, big houses and, like, looking, like... You just had an interest in it. That's what I'm saying. And you found a career. And now, like, yeah... So now she's, you know, taking courses for real estate. Um, yeah. Hopefully I can finish those by the time we graduate. Well, the thing is, too, is, yeah, we're still finishing your undergrad and stuff, which is important. Um, and I think it's just important. Like, look at this. Like, I have an interest in podcasting and boom, mm-hmm. you know, completed it. Um, so ever since people come to me and they're like, oh, I, I like this. I have an interest in this. I'm like, just do it. You know, like if you like it, if you have an interest in it, if it like makes you excited, just go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, the worst thing you can do is it, you know, in some way or shape, just not work out. You have something to fall back on, which is your undergrad. Um, so that's important to understand. Okay. So going back to high school, did you find it difficult to like have that confidence to stay like in the sciences and the areas that you struggled? Like, did you have the confidence to seek out new areas within education and school? Well, like, that's the thing. Like, honestly, when I was in grade 11, I didn't think I was going to university. I don't think I thought that until, like, grade 12. I genuinely didn't even know if I was going to go to school at all. I didn't even know that. I feel like I'm being taught new things about <laughs> my friends every episode. <laughs> my memory is so bad. No, I, like, literally, yeah. I didn't even want to go to university i think hmm. and then it was grade 12 where i was like oh I'm like i have a 95 average maybe i should go university. 95 average i can't oh my god okay well that was like writer's craft because i got like a 98 in that class but such a crazy class i would um, not excel but yeah no definitely i would feel in the grade 10 and 11 i didn't care about school because like i said like i had like not only that teacher i like i failed math in grade 11 mixed math and I had to take another course again in grade 12 to make up for that credit. Oh, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had these teachers in like math <laughs> and science being like, yo, you're stupid. Yeah. Please drop out of high school yeah. right now. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think I always knew that I was good at like writing and like English and stuff. So I think in grade 12, that's kind of what I gravitated more towards. I don't even know how I decided to, like, apply for, like, criminology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably because I wanted to be a lawyer at that point. So I was like, oh, criminology? Yeah. Crime? <laughs> but, like, in high school, like, my grades, or the fact that, like, I just wasn't doing well in school kind of just, like... Gave you a little kick in the butt? 
not even that but i kind of just like i feel like it made me just like disassociate myself from like high school together like i felt like i was just like such a bad person or like i just didn't even like belong in that atmosphere so i was kind of just like why would i even bother going to school when like i'm so stupid (laughs) oh my gosh i actually didn't know you felt like that i felt the same i felt like twins (laughs) (laughs) i felt like i was always looked at the stupid girl like growing up like even in elementary school you know it'd be so embarrassing to have teachers come in and be like okay it's math time emma go to blank blank's classroom because you can't understand the same way that all these other kids do and i would leave um and be like taught in such a baby way like okay two plus two is what and i just still wouldn't understand (laughs) (laughs) like i literally still wouldn't understand and it was so hard and then going into high school I was just always at, like, college level, like, applied everything, Um, which wasn't a bad thing. I actually did really well in those courses, so I always thought, okay, I'm going to college because that's the only level that I can insert myself in and succeed. Never thought I would ever go to university, ever. I was so hard on myself, and it was definitely so embarrassing, personally, to try so hard at something and just not mm-hmm. have it work in your favor. Like, I remember I would try so hard for math and English and all these subjects. And I would just get, like, 60s. And I would try so hard not understand why it takes me five hours to understand something. And then other people, it takes literally 10 minutes and they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes a lot with, like, learning how you understand and cope with subjects and topics feel like i learned that within university but just in the mind of the topic of this episode it's just so hard to maintain that you know mental confidence that you would need um within like you were saying having the motivation to stay in school because you're literally second guessing yourself every time Mm -hmm. i feel like that's like something interesting to consider like going back to like the topic of what this episode is about is that some people like in terms of like their mental capabilities and stuff like that like it'll just be like automatic Mm -hmm. and they don't even like i feel like personally like like i don't even understand like how my mind works and how i'm able to like remember so many things or like how i can like hand things in like five days late and still get like a (laughs) hundred percent at utm which is one of the top schools in canada um like yeah like i feel like i just don't understand it and i feel like it could translate easily or just like it goes to show that some people are just like really good at some things like or some things just come like supernaturally to some people and i think that you can relate that back to physical things as well some people are really good at sports and you could try so hard to be like yeah. super athletic and stuff like that like me i could never be athletic in my life <laughs> <laughs> like trying to like play basketball or soccer or something like it just wouldn't you were good at basketball in elementary school though and bro, I remember one time <laughs> in grade five, I was on the basketball team and we were playing a, we were playing a game in the school gym and I was literally shooting on our own net. <laughs> oh my God. I remember that. Chelsea, I oh remember my that. God. And then the coach was definitely like, yeah, you can't be on the team anymore. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, I remember sitting in the stands. I remember you just remind me of that. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Like, I just can't. Like, mm-hmm. I could try, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. cross-country in grade, whatever grade that was. And I was like, okay, I literally can't do this anymore. How do people, like, run? 
yeah and not throw up after Ugh. and die but yeah anyways um just like in terms i feel like when we're talking about like the beauty industry and confidence and stuff like that like some people are just like i feel like are so pretty like naturally or just like if we're talking about girls like i feel like there's like a very not very basic but very specific like standard i guess mm-hmm. for like for like beauty and like fitness and all that stuff and i feel like people just meet that naturally like there's some people who have specific body types that are in right now like if we're yeah. talking about like girls who are like thick or just like you know what i mean like just have like that specific body type or like their face looks a certain way or like you just naturally have like a symmetrical face or like something like that you don't even have to try to have that but then like there's people struggling and seeing that mm-hmm. and being like well if they can do it i can try to or why can't i have the same it's the same as what we were talking about before just the difficulties on wrapping your confidence around like your own capabilities and just comparing comparison culture is so relevant within our society Mm -hmm. so within quarantine i have been so addicted to the app tiktok and i know you have too and so have so many people i I know it's it literally takes my life up but tiktok's basically if you don't know what it is it's an app that just showcases like 15 to 60 second videos and um you know there's so many quote-unquote influencers that have blown up just from being on tiktok for being literally pretty and people just idolize these people because they think that these are such pretty people in normal situations so what i was thinking about i was like how come if we see someone so pretty you know at a store working at a store or on an app you know just someone making videos because they like making videos why do we idolize and praise them way more than if we were to see them on a commercial why you might ask yourself i've come to the conclusion that we idolize anything that can relate to a normal person so for example i don't know if everyone's heard of the there was this guy that blew up that worked at target his name was alex from target and everyone like every girl was so obsessed with him because he was a cute guy looked like justin bieber but he worked at target so it's like why are we idolizing like a cute guy that works at target rather than if we were to see him a commercial he'd be whatever it's because we're so used to seeing people in our industries in commercials and movies and tv shows but when we see them in real life we're taken back because that's not quote-unquote the norm nor pretty people normal people don't live the same lives as us does that make sense Mm -hmm. but i've just had that realization i just felt like it was so interesting and it's definitely taken me good understandings to realize that everything that you see on an app tiktok commercials it's just not relatable and whatever is relatable has already been idealized into um something that probably isn't true i feel like i might have like a bit of a different perspective on that. <gasps> Ooh. not like completely opposite but like i feel like maybe it's just because i'm not really into like social media and all that stuff like mm-hmm. you know i'm not like obsessed with like posting pictures on instagram or yeah. like you know like stuff like that so maybe it's just because i'm not really interested in that way but i feel like i see so many people on like tiktok or instagram and like you can look at pictures and stuff 
but like you know they're edited you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i feel like i look at pictures and stuff like that now and i'm just kind of like hey that's not really what you look like like you know i could take a picture of myself and edit it and it wouldn't look like me mm-hmm. but like you know what i mean but anyways i feel like i see people like that like charlie d'amelio d'amelio like whatever i feel like people like idolize her and stuff like that and they like think that like she's so pretty and like blah 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 like, just I've, a backstory charlie d'amelio is like a 16 year old she's like the most followed person on tiktok but keep going but i feel like okay maybe it's because i'm 22 and she's like 16 <laughs> <laughs> but like i feel like if i were to see her in a normal situation like if we were walking by each other on the street i would think she's a completely normal person sorry is that no mean? <laughs> no no i but i feel like that about like a lot of people like addison ray as well so then why is she idolized mm-hmm. because she's because she dances on tiktok no because she's yeah. a pretty person that's but she's, like, a pretty person where, you know, so many of my friends are pretty, too, you know? Yeah. But she's just been put in a situation that is, quote-unquote, normal and, like, been blown up with it. Like, think of it before. She was a pretty girl making dance videos on TikTok. Why Why has that blo- been blown up? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But if we were to see that in a commercial, we'd be like, oh, that's not a big deal. But sh- it's just, like, people fantasize the idea of pretty people like just being normal people in our society and they blow them up like look at addison ray charlotte d'amelio like all these other quote-unquote influencers that have completely blown up from doing nothing i literally saw a video or something of like the d'amelio sisters and addison ray doing their tiktok dances at a basketball game or something yes it's like what is going on like what is so special that's what i'm saying it's like they are literally just smiling and like waving their arms around there and there's absolutely no hate to them like i love them but why do i love them it's just so weird it's just so weird that like comparison culture and it's like Mm -hmm. i don't understand it at all and i just thought it was so interesting to talk about another example which is what i wanted to discuss as well i don't know if you've seen that video blown up of the football guy named number seven they call him number seven. Do you, have you seen the video? No. Oh my God, I can't even show it to you. And it's literally a video of him partying with his um, teammates after like winning or some sort of celebration. And they're listening to a Justin Bieber song. But like his smile, quote unquote, like he looks really good in the video. So it's just been blown up. And he has like a million followers now on TikTok. Why? I'm going to show you the video. Hold on. Okay, we're going to play the video for Chelsea. I'm going to include the audio. Look. Oh, I have seen this. Like, you look at the comments, and they're all, who is this guy? Like, he's so cute. I'm in love with him. Why is he idolized? I don't know. He literally is in a video pl- listening to Baby. No, it's not Baby by Justin Bieber. It's a Sean, Sean Kingston song. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I think so. Eeny, yeah. meeny, by Sean Kingston, Justin Bieber. Credits to you guys. But why is he so idolized i don't know i literally watched that video i didn't know it was something that was like super popular oh i've seen it so much on my timeline of people being like when you see number seven and people's reactions to the video and loving him i know chelsea this is what i'm trying to say though how come normal like that how normal is that video he's literally just partying with his things but why are people this is what i'm saying people are so obsessed with seeing attractive people in normal situations that they blow them up that's so weird whereas if you saw this as a commercial no one would think twice about it yeah because we're so used to seeing attractive people on our tv but attractive people in real situations we're not used to seeing Mm. (sighs) my god i'm just spitting facts (laughs) (laughs) i think it's crazy and i think this is where it just is a different kind of level of comparison and 
you know, issues within confidence because people see these normal people in the quote unquote normal situations and they're like, oh my God, I can do that. Like I can blow myself up. Like I'm cute. I'm pretty. Why aren't I being blown up? Why, why don't people praise me the way that they praise this person? I feel like if I were to see that in real life, like say I was in that locker room or whatever yeah. it was and those were they were like doing it like i'd be like okay like this is a fun like situation you'd be like, like dance to the song <laughs> i probably would be like standing there just like so quiet yeah but yeah i feel like that's definitely weird i feel like it's also one thing to like do that with like celebrities and stuff like that but just like to do that with normal people where it's just like a normal thing exactly like literally someone just recorded that like yeah. probably just for like a memory or something like that and then it blew posted up on tiktok honestly social media is crazy that's what i'm saying and that's why i'm talking we were talking about charlie d'amelio and addison ray it's just like they were literally doing dances in their bathroom at their school with their friends and now they hang out with the kardashians and now they hang out with the kardashians david dobrik like all these famous people and it's like how mm. it's just insane I also feel like that has influenced, well, the beauty industry has influenced my confidence in high school. Oh my gosh. In high school, I used to have the worst acne I've experienced in my life. Now, this would not only affect my self-esteem, it would affect me socializing, going to hang out with people. I wouldn't want to go to school um, without makeup on covering it which is so bad for your acne let me tell you um and it's just so horrible because i would see people on instagram and on vine that was super popular and oh youtube God. i know right i just hit a very throwback app but i would just see all these people and i would be like oh my god like how come their skin doesn't have right like all mm-hmm. the acne that i'm dealing with it's just not realistic and Everyone deals with it in different ways, but I just thinking now, I'm like, imagine the the like children now, like yeah. in elementary school and high school students now, like a hundred times worse. Like us when we were sixteen compared to sixteen year olds now, yeah. it's like they just have such a bigger threat. <laughs> they just have such. A- <laughs> they just have such a bigger standard to maintain. I feel mm-hmm. like they have just been had so much pressure. Oh my god i'm so bad at speaking mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like definitely like in high school like when instagram was first starting out and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it was mainly just like your friends that yeah. you like would follow and like you'd post pictures for the purpose of like sharing it and like with like friends and people you knew but now it's like a hundred times more so like you're following these people who like are from wherever mm-hmm. like california like la or whatever like these celebrities and stuff like that and like you like the majority of your feed or like um what is it your discover page yeah. it's just like all like models like these random people that like edit their pictures like to points where it doesn't even look like it's a normal person like i said i don't know for me like i can like easily just like i can look at something like that well now i feel like if it, i was just about to were, say in if, high school you if were... it were me in high school like definitely yeah. and that's why i'm saying it's like definitely 100 times worse because if i was in high school I definitely would be like, oh my god. Like, I guess in high school, you're, you're also like surrounded by people a hundred, like a hundred times more than you would be, especially now while we're in quarantine. Yeah. But like, rather than, well, mm, I guess it's kind of hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My perspective changes every five seconds. But, well, I guess you just see like the same people every day in high school. Mm. So it's kind of very easy to like keep track of them and be comparing yourself to like another person. And everyone's so into each other's business oh yeah but anyways yeah i just feel like now it's 
a lot easier to like look at someone and be like on instagram and be like hey these are literally professional pictures taken yeah. with like this amazing camera that like makes you look like non-human and then like there's all these apps to edit your face and like airbrush all like the stuff out so like you know you could be like that person could very likely like have like acne and like blah 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 and Mm. like or they could like easily just have edited their body to make them look like so much skinnier than they actually are but like you know what i mean but the thing is that i find interesting is in high school i never thought that like that at all like i didn't know that there you could edit your photos i don't know i think it was like early on to high school i didn't know that i would literally see like my friends and then i would go home and watch commercials and tv shows and go on youtube and you know i would watch my favorite artists on interviews and i just didn't understand that they could be just so perfect like i just didn't understand it and then obviously now growing up i know the industry i know like i've learned about it in university and other courses but i just think it's the comparison culture is just insane and you know you're destined to like be sucked into it no matter what age you are Mm -hmm. it just keeps getting worse yeah i guess we'll like that'd be so funny or not funny but it'd be like unfortunate being like a 40 year old woman and being like oh my god i don't look like kim kardashian (laughs) i know but isn't that insane like i look at my biggest you know idol i'd say within fashion and skincare and just like looks would be like Hailey bieber i literally look at her i'm like wow her skin is so smooth how come her skin is glowing and then I think I'm like, oh, oh she doesn't she's have- married to Justin Bieber. He has like $250 million to spend on skincare. But then I think, well, she's also a very individual, successful woman herself. Right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Um, You know, praise the women. We're not hating on anyone. I look and I'm like, oh, she doesn't have one wrinkle when she lifts her eyebrows. Okay, that's obviously some Botox, but there's nothing wrong with that, like I'm saying, but it's just so hard to look at someone and it's so easy to compare, but it's so hard to reflect and be like, okay, Emma, this is not, like, it's okay to have wrinkles when you lift up your eyebrows and you're frowning and stuff like oh, that. I was looking at that the other day and I was like, that's something that needs to be fixed. Like, I don't know. But like, that's we're what getting I'm getting old. <laughs> My God, we're not getting old. We're literally 22. Right? 22. Yeah. Guys, take okay. in Chelsea's birthday in February of 2020 that just passed. <laughs> I thought we were turning 23. I literally posted on um, on my story or whatever with, with Chelsea celebrating. I was like, happy birthday, Chelsea. And I was like, so glad you're turning 23. Hashtag 23. And Chelsea was like, 23? Like, what? Oh my God. I just laugh every time. I don't even know how old I am. Anyways, I just have to second guess my, my ages now. That's why I do feel like I'm getting old. I'm like, wait, am I 20 or 22? I don't even know. Okay, let's let's wrap it up into a positive note. So I know we were just kind of talking about comparison culture and, you know, especially through school and high school, university, careers, you know, just in general confidence. And I think we should establish how we've grown to gain confidence because I would both say we are very confident women. Well, okay, I wouldn't necessarily say like I'm the most confident person. Yeah, I but- feel like aside from... Well, it depends. I feel like I don't really compare myself a lot to people, like, on social media and stuff like that. Most of the time. Unless it's, like, someone I know. I feel like I'm more likely to compare myself to someone that, like, I know than to have, like, some... So, like, like mm-hmm. some random person online, like, Kylie Jenner or something like that. Yeah. Because that's just, like, unrealistic. 
but then I see people who are realistic, like say like I'll compare myself to you. <laughs> why am I pretty not? Why am I not pretty like Emma? Okay, no. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> um, but how do how do you like reflect from that and like help yourself from that? For me personally, I've just. I can admire. I'm like, wow, that person's pretty, but I don't want to be them. Mm. And that's what I used to struggle with. It's like, I'm so confident in who I am and I've learned who I am, the type of person I am, the things I like, the things I don't like, the things I look good in, the things I don't feel confident in physically. And I've just realized that like, you know, you're not going to change bodies unless they create like a chemical where you can literally leave your body and enter a different one. But <sighs> that'll be the day. <laughs> no, but seriously, I just feel like we just only have like literally one life to live. And why would I want to be someone who I'm not when I'm so confident in who I am? And guys, if I were to post this episode and have my 16 year old self listen to it, I think my 16 year old self would probably stare at a corner reflecting on this being like who is this woman because that's not the same girl um but i think it's just so important to maintain mental and physical routines which has helped my confidence and reflect like when you're sad be sad reflect on how you feel because it helps you reflect on who you are and how you handle situations so i probably say that was the biggest help for me especially throughout university i just surrounded myself with good people good friends good roommates good friends family and everything like that and it's just helped me learn so much about myself that's me personally that's what i wanted to ask you what oh, has... okay i get it <laughs> you weren't you weren't understanding <laughs> I, was before, I don't know what to say um i guess like i don't know i feel like now i just value myself so much more as like the actual person that i am kind of like you were saying like i don't really judge like who i am by the way that i look if that makes perfect sense. exactly that totally makes mm-hmm. sense like this whole time i'm like yeah i'm super smart i'm going to law school don't even worry i'll be rich you people will be poor <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but like yeah i really like i've just like really learned to value the actual traits and like the strengths and stuff that i do have like i said like i always thought that i really excelled in school so i would really value that and i would maybe take that or attribute that to my personality probably way more than i should have but other than that i think like i'm a really like nice person or just mm-hmm. like like <laughs> you're like mm-hmm, no i you are <laughs> no but just like the other like personality traits and stuff like that i'm like yeah i'm super funny like you Mm -hmm. know like i just like i I value the things that like i have other than look but this is what i also wanted to know is wouldn't your high school self if they were listening to this wouldn't they be like huh what'd she just say i don't believe it yeah probably yeah and i think that if someone in high school is listening and you know having the same difficulties that we were talking about especially being in a society where comparison is just surrounding you consistently i think it's just important to know like who you are and it doesn't matter what you see because in reality it's just it's not like real like it's just overly hyped mm-hmm. or it's just enhanced situation where you know it's just not realistic so i think it's just important to know who you are surround yourself with good people because the only thing that can happen is good outcomes Okay, so we're probably going to wrap there. Thank you, Chelsea, for coming on another episode. Of course. I'll be back again. I was just about to say, I know you're going to come back, which is amazing. Anyways, so thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out my 
Instagram, if you haven't already, it's King's Corner underscore Life Notes if you haven't checked it out. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening um, and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>